Women in White Coats is here to uplift women doctors just like you. Empowering you in your personal and professional life. I'm Dr. Amber Robbins. And I'm Dr. Archana Shrestha. We are doctors, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Women in White Coats. Now, are you ready for a culture shift where women empower women? Join us to get a glimpse of what life is like as a woman doc. And guess what? You'll discover that you're not alone. We're here to give you positivity and keys to balancing your life. This is the Women in White Coats podcast. Hey, Sister Duck. What if you could stop feeling exhausted and overwhelmed and on the verge of burnout? What if instead you felt confident in your career and balanced in your life as a woman doctor? What if you could turn burnout into burning bright? Well, that is exactly why we created the Women in White Coats Physician Wellness and Empowerment Program to help women doctors overcome feelings of burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion, and to help them rekindle their passion for medicine while creating better work-life integration and more fulfilling relationships. Sister Doc, we invite you to join us in a unique, time-efficient, three-month-long journey back to yourself as we dig deep into the root of burnout and help you find more joy and empowerment in all areas of your life. You'll even earn CME. To learn more, go to womeninwhitecoats.com forward slash wellness and let's burn bright together. Now back to the episode. What's up, my sister docs? This is Dr. Archana Shrasta here. I'm one of the co-founders of Women in White Coats, and I am also a certified professional physician life coach. And today I wanted to talk about the B word. Nope, not that bad B word, <laughs> but another B word that we use often, and that is the, the word busy, right? That's another B word that we use a lot. And to to be honest, it's almost as if the word um, busy and doctor have become synonymous, right? Like you always hear those words going together, busy doctor, right? And it's almost as if they can't exist separately. You can't just say doctor, right? Like you've got to throw in that busy there. You're always going to be busy. And the same thing goes with being a mom. For those of you who are listening who are moms, you often hear that phrase busy mom too. It just sort of rolls off the tongue. And so I guess I would mean if you are a mama doc, a mommy doctor, then you are extraordinarily busy because you've got the doctor title and the mom title. So in many ways, we sort of like saying that we're busy, right? We like to say it because it sort of makes us feel important, like there's so many people need our time and need our attention. And, um, you know, I sort of like it, honestly, a little bit. I have some ulterior motives and sort of why I've liked using that word busy, because sometimes it would get me out of certain things that I didn't necessarily want to do. Like, for example, being the homeroom mom for my kids' uh, classroom or having to cook or bake for a bake sale or those kinds of things. You know, people would just assume like, hey, she's a busy doctor. There's no way she's going to have time for these things. So they would oftentimes not even bother to ask me, right? Not sure if you've ever had any of those kind of ulterior motives or you sort of like that people assume you're busy. But the thing about it is, you know, I was recently coaching one of my sister docs about her thoughts about time. 
And the problem with taking on the identity of a busy doctor is that we often come to the conclusion that there just isn't enough time in the day. We just sort of like take on this identity and we start to turn away and reject things that we are just like, oh, I'm busy. I don't have time for that. Right. We just sort of automatically say I'm busy. Like, for example, for me, like I used to play piano when I was a kid. I used to sing when I was, you know, uh, a teenager and I loved it, right? And now because I've taken on this busy doctor identity, I honestly sort of gave up so many of the things I used to love doing because I'm just like, I just assumed I was busy. I was like, I don't have time for that. I'm a busy doctor mom and I just don't have time for singing. I don't have time for piano again. I kind of gave up all of my hobbies and all the other fun things that I used to really enjoy doing because I'd really taken on so strongly this identity of being busy. So when we take that on, we start to um, also wish that we had more time in our day. We wish for more energy. Sometimes we even wish that we could clone ourselves, right? And that we could make a whole other version of ourselves. And we also start burning the candle at both ends, right? For many of you, you're probably the first one who wakes up in the morning or the last one who goes to sleep at night. We're often, oftentimes sacrificing our own um, sleep, um, perhaps also self-care time because we're just like, I'm just too busy, right? We're thinking about how busy we are all the time. And so when we think thoughts like, I don't have any time for myself, we often start to feel frustrated or stressed. We then rush around frantically. We make long to-do lists that we never complete. Hello, I've definitely been there making those long to-do lists. And I'm like, carrying things over from one to-do list on one week to the next to-do list on the next week because I never ever could get to the bottom of them. And I also didn't schedule time to relax. And then we certainly never ever notice the downtime we do actually have in our day. And that is sort of the kicker, right? Because when we are thinking we're constantly busy, we just look for more evidence of how busy we are by making those to-do lists and by never scheduling downtime. And by never even noticing those little moments that you might have in the day, it might be a couple of moments here or a couple of moments there. It might be on your drive to work or on your drive home, or it might be when you're walking the dog or who knows what, there might be those little moments in the day that you do actually have for yourself, where you do actually have time to perhaps just chill and listen to some music, listen to an audiobook, just breathe, just reflect, just be with your thoughts. There are those little moments in the day Maybe it's even when you're in the shower, we don't even notice them because we're just so uh, strongly identified with this word of being busy. And you know, the other interesting thing about this word busy, right, is that everyone thinks they're busy, right? It doesn't matter if you're a neurosurgeon, if you are a teacher, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you are retired, trust me, I know stay-at-home moms who say that they're busy. And um, in fact, one of my friends is a stay-at-home mom and doesn't work at home, from home or outside the home. Her main job is to take care of the kids in the house. And she, um, she, she flat out told me the other day, she's like, I don't know how you do it, Archna, <laughs> how you actually work and take care of kids. Because as a stay-at-home mom, I already feel so busy. So I really don't understand how you also work. And even my own mom, who is a retired physician, um, so she's super busy. She's like, I'm so busy, right? She has no kids at home. All her kids have left. She is not working to earn income, but she has made herself busy. She does get involved in other community things and other things. And she has a busy social life and a busy social calendar. So 
the thing is this busy term, it just applies to everyone. So, you know, what does it really mean when um, all of us, every single one of us feels and says that we are busy? So the thing is, ultimately, we all have the same 24 hours a day or 168 hours in a week, and we can we get to make choices with what we are going to do with that time. And if you are someone who says you are too busy for the important priorities in your life, I highly encourage you to do what I call a time inventory of your week. So what that means is you sit down and you write down exactly how you spend your time exactly how much time you're doing all the different things from sleeping to eating to showering to being at work to charting meetings exercising cooking cleaning taking after taking care of kids watching tv scrolling social media attending social events family time i mean all of it you write down every single thing you're doing in your week and you put uh, time next to it, say, telling yourself, um, writing down, noting down how much time you spent doing each and every activity. And it can be such an eye-opening experience to realize how you're spending your time. And so I was coaching a sister doc about her time, and she was talking about how she never had time for herself. And then I said, well, let's talk about it. Let's do a time inventory. Let's think about your day and how much time you have, where you're spending at work, how much time you're spending sleeping, how much time you're spending with family. And what we found when we really broke down her day, even including the 10 hours that she would spend on her typical work day at work, and, and that also that 10 hours included her commute time, we realized that she actually still had four hours of her day that she couldn't account for. And so here she was telling herself that there was no way she could find any time in her day, but she had these four hours where she couldn't really account for what she was doing. And all she wanted to find was 10 or 15 minutes to herself. And so all of a sudden she was like, whoa, I do have the time. And that this whole telling myself I was too busy thought was keeping me from realizing that time that I do have, right? And so I also did this, and many of you guys may know that I pivoted somewhat recently, about a year ago, from working in the emergency department as an emergency physician to doing telemedicine, and I work from home, and I get to, because I'm an independent contractor for my telemedicine positions, I get to set my own hours, and I did this time inventory because I was very being very intentional with my life and how I was setting up my time, and I said, I want to work from during the times that my kids are at school. So what are the times that my kids are at school? They pretty much start around 8 a.m. and they finish at 2 p.m. And I want to go to pick them up, um, leave the house at 2 p.m. to go pick them up at around 2.15, 2.20. And so I said, okay, I've got six hours times six hours um, a day for five days a week. So I've got 30 hours. And how am I going to spend those 30 hours where my kids are outside of the house and they're at school, how am I going to spend that time? And I decided I, I became very intentional about how I'm spending that time, you know, how much time I'm doing telemedicine, how much time I'm spending coaching other sister docs, how much time I'm working on our women in white coats business and all of those things. And so when you really look at that and do this time inventory, your mind will be blown. You'll start to see where your time is and how you're spending it. And you'll start to get really intentional about what you're gonna do at that time and what's important to you. What are your priorities? Um, is it a priority for you to spend a certain amount of time on your work? Is it a priority to you to get charting done in a certain amount of time? Is it a priority to you to find some time for exercise? 
um, to cook healthy meals, to, to do whatever it is that you decide is your priority. You need to, first of all, decide what those priorities are. And then you can look at your time and, and decide where you're going to fit those in and realize that we all have the same time in the day. We all have that 24 hours a day and 168 hours a week, and we get to choose how we're going to spend it. All right, so I encourage you to let go of this word busy and realize how it's sort of blocking you from noticing the time and being intentional with it. Because when we do stick to this identity of being busy, then we just miss out on the opportunity to be intentional with our time and find those little pockets of time that we, we all probably have and utilize them to do the things that we want to do, the things that are our priority in life. So I encourage you to go ahead and do that, Sister Doc, and I can't wait to hear what you find. Till next time. Hi there, Women Docs. We hope you've been loving this podcast and feel uplifted at the end of each and every episode. If so, we would really appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating and write us a positive review. Those reviews help us get the word out and help uplift and empower more women doctors. But you know what? We'd love to meet up with you in person. So head on over to womeninwhitecoats.com and sign up to become a member of our supportive tribe. When you do, you will be the first to hear about meetups in your area, as well as upcoming live events. You'll also get our latest blog articles and podcasts delivered straight to your inbox. And you'll be the first to find out about the next time we open up our virtual Doctors Lounge, an online membership community created just for women doctors, where each month we run masterclasses with guest experts and masterminds on topics relevant to women doctors. While you're on our website, womeninwhitecoats.com, order your copy of our number one best-selling book, The Chronicles of Women in White Coats. Oh, and be sure to follow us on social media too. On Instagram, you'll find us at Women in White Coats blog. And on Facebook, you can find us at Women in White Coats. Can't wait to meet up soon.